Hi, I'm Jason Ramston, and I believe we can all work on leading a more positive and intentional life. And this show details my journey by sharing my learning, stories, and conversations with guests. If you want to lead a more intentional life focused on being the best you possible, please subscribe today. Now, let's get into today's episode. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, my positivity posse, wherever you are in your day, whatever you're doing, welcome to today's show, where we are focused on the future. For those of you who are regular listeners, you know that um, in about two months time now, I've got some changes coming to my life, so I'm starting to be a little bit more future focused uh, than I have been in the past, and I'm starting to think that's a really good thing to be future focused, so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. The idea around today's show came from a quote that I saw um, from Tamara Levitt, uh, who is in charge of mindfulness and meditation at Calm, calm calm.com, the Calm app. I've spoken about that before. She had a quote recently says, when we stop rereading the last chapter of our life, we leave room to write a new one. And I thought to myself, well, gosh, that's pretty poignant. It's it's a good time to think about that. But I also wondered too, how many of us out there are constantly focused on what we did or what has happened to us or what transpired in the past? And do we spend too much time playing that over and over and over and over again in our heads? And I would imagine for most of us, we do. It's a a habit that we get into. But I also wonder if you've ever thought about this. While the past certainly defines who we are today, what we do today will define who we are tomorrow. And I'm going to say that one more time. The past defines who we are today. What we do today defines who we'll be tomorrow. And I'm starting with that because if you are going to be future focused, if you are going to take a look at your life and make changes in your life and be future focused, you have to ask yourself three questions. Why should I change? What should I change? And how should I change? So why should I change? If I'm focused on the future, why becomes an emotional trigger? It's a really tough question. Anytime somebody starts a sentence with why, why did you, why will you, why can't you? And that person could certainly be yourself as well. You end up having an emotional response to a why question. A why question is almost like someone pointing a finger at you to say you were wrong. And that's not always the case, but you have to start with why, what the why question of why I should change. And we do that because if you are going to be someone different in the future, and I'm not saying you have to change everything about yourself, that's not what I'm saying. But if you have habits that you want to change, you have to start with why, what is the underlying component that's holding me back from making a change and why should I make a change for the better? And it's tough because it takes into account values, beliefs, long-standing habits, but it has to be the number one place that you start when you're starting to to focus on the future. The next question is focused on what? So again, what should we change? It's like step two in the process. And when you start to look around, lots of people will say, well, I've got to change multiple things in my life. Well, you're not going to do that all at once. Choose one. Anything that you do, anything that you're trying to change, once you figure out why you need to do it, the what behind it has to take time. Right? When you make a habit change, there is a hundred days worth of repetition that needs to be built into the process before parts of your brain 
that remember and create habits kicks in. In order to solidify any sort of change, it takes 100 days. So you can't say, what can I change? And I need to change five things. You're not going to do that well. And so if you think about the math behind it all, 100 days, you can change three things in your life a year. And when you put it in that context, that's a lot. Changing three things about the way you do things is a huge change. And then finally, how do you go about it? How do you go about changing something so that you can be focused on what comes next in your life? And what I'm trying to get across here, the point that I'm trying to make is that all three of those questions, why should I change? What should I change? And how should I change? Are all focused on mindset. So are you able to identify your mindset about the future? Are you able to identify the value mindset, a mindset around the value of making change? And then are you able to tamper your mindset, your current mindset that may or may not be holding you back from making a change? And I understand right at this point, you're saying to yourself, this is a huge thing for me to undertake. Even the concept of why I should change a habit or an attitude or what should I change and how can I change it? When you start to put things into those three questions, you end up with some deep soul searching that you need to do. I'm not saying that this is an easy process to become future focused, to stop perseverating on the past, stop rereading the chapters of our life and really focus on writing a new chapter in our life is not an easy life change to make. I get that hundred percent right there with you. And so becoming future focused really breaks down into whether or not you have a fixed mindset about yourself, about your growth, your ability to grow and change, or whether or not you have a growth mindset. And if those terms sound familiar to you, and or if they don't, they come from uh, the work of Carol Dweck out of Stanford. She had really focused a lot of her research on a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And if you're not, you're not up to speed on what that is, a fixed mindset tends to see successes in their lives as a reflection of their innate abilities, their innate capabilities, and that it's something that cannot be changed. So for example, I was born this way. I'm successful because of who I am. I, it's, it's built inside of me. Or conversely, I'm not good at something because it's how I was raised. It's how I was born. I don't have the tools to make a change. And when you put it in those terms, fixed mindset becomes pretty clear. Fixed as in I can't see myself making a change. Now those with growth mindset see success, see change in life as a result of hard work, the things that they do. Now, of course, innate abilities are clearly needed, but it's not how people define themselves. And they also see those innate abilities as things that can be improved. It's not a set measure. And people with a growth mindset see failure as an opportunity to grow, something to learn from. Now, in order to embrace a growth mindset, especially as we're focused on the future, our future selves, you have to become comfortable with uncertainty. And I know that's hard. Like people like to have a predictable future. They like their routines. They like the habits they've created. They like how they live their lives and they're not necessarily ready to make a change. But if you're feeling stuck in any aspect of your life, your personal life, your professional life, 
your financial health, your physical health, your emotional health, any aspect of your life where you feel stuck. A growth mindset is going to help you become more future focused. It's really going to help you get over the hump of why I should change. So how do we get comfortable with uncertainty? I've got some thoughts around that and we'll get to that in just a second. So stick around and we'll be right back. Welcome back, my friends. We're talking about are you future focused and how do you get to be future focused? And in the last segment, we're talking about getting comfortable with uncertainty and how do we go about doing this in our lives? Well, first and foremost, I think you need to know your purpose. You have to discover your why. Why do you do what you do? What is your purpose in life? And I say this because when you know your purpose, when you understand why you were put on this earth, what you stand for, what you're trying to achieve beyond just any goals that you have set for yourself, it is so much easier to become future focused. You don't have to remind yourself why you get up every day, why you need to do certain tasks, why you need to tackle certain challenges in your life. You know, because you know where you're headed, because you know your purpose in life. So by having a clear purpose, clear vision of what a desired future for yourself looks like, it's the easiest way to create and maintain a future focus. Now, once you know your why, and it takes time to, to, to determine your why. I'm not saying that that's something that you just wake up one morning and know why you were put on this earth. It takes time to go through a process of finding your why. And we've talked about that in other episodes, and I encourage you to listen to those. But if you want a really good resource, Simon Sinek's book, Find Your Why, is a great starting place. Now, once you have found your why, once you know your pur- purpose in life, once you know or how you've been called to serve, then you can start to set goals. Then you can start to look at the future and say, okay, I've got some goals to set. Because you know your why, you set goals that align with that vision, that support that vision, and propel you towards moving towards that purpose. Once you have your goals set that connect to your purpose and it's clearly set, you find ways to keep them in front of you. You find ways to keep those goals ever present. And that may be visual reminders. It may be a vision board. It may be things that you you put up on your fridge or by your computer that remind you that, yes, I know why I exist. I know what my purpose is in life. And here's my goals to get there. And when you do that, you are always focused on the future. When you have your goals set before you, when you have those reminders set up, and the visual cues around your house, around your workplace, wherever it may be, you are constantly focused on the future. You are becoming future focused. And once you have that in place, then you get to filter. Like you get to filter choices that you make. You get to filter decisions in your life. Everything becomes a question of, does this serve me well? Does this serve me right now in terms of reaching my goal and fulfilling my why as a person. Think about that for a moment. If every time you had a decision to make, if you didn't have goals that were behind it, or if you didn't have goals that were focused on fulfilling a purpose, it becomes harder to make that decision. Once you have that decision before you and you know where you're headed, it becomes really easy to answer the question. 
whether or not you should do it. Okay, that's where that active filter comes in. It becomes easier to make decisions. And who doesn't want to have an easier time making decisions in their life? For me, that that's like a no-brainer. To be able to sit down and say, I'm going to choose choice A because choice A is more readily aligned with my goals. It's more readily aligned with my purpose in life. It's more readily aligned with where I want to be tomorrow. Talk about taking the pressure off of yourself. Decisions become easy at that point. It becomes easier to decide what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, and how you're going to go about it. And finally, as you break it all the way down, you break it down to the day. The things that you do each day need to support the future that you see for yourself. There are going to be some days when you just have little things to do, and there are going to be some days when you have really big things to do. But when you intentionally focus on your tasks each day, when your actions are intentional, and that's whether you're connecting with somebody, whether you're doing a task on your to-do list, whether you're working on a project, whether you're doing research, whatever it may be, whatever you're trying to work on a day, if you know that that task is ultimately going to get you to the end result of your desired future, and it's going to fulfill your goal, and it's going to fulfill your why in life, then life magically becomes this easy thing to manage. And I'm not saying there's not going to be ups and downs. That's life, right? There are going to be ups and downs in life 100%. But when you start to put it in context of, okay, I've got some shape to my life now. I understand where I want to be. I want to understand how I want to get there. And so everything I do each day is focused on that. It adds this relief. Just think of it kind of like a weight lifting off your shoulders. It becomes easier to go through your daily routine to get things done in your life. So how do we set this up? What does this look like? Tip number one here is you have to plan your year. You have to you have to find time in December to look at the year ahead. And it depends on what your 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 craft is, what profession or what your life is. And it, and if if you don't work, you can also do this as well. Uh, if you're a caregiver at home, you can also set up your your year in advance. But when you start to plan your entire year in advance, and then you break it down into what I'm going to do each month, and you break it down into what do I need to accomplish each week, and then you break it down into what do I need to accomplish each day. I'm not saying that you have to do that when you plan the entire year, but you need to make time each month and then each week to determine what the to-do list items are to get you to where you need to be. So whatever change it is that you're making in your life, whatever you want to be focused on, how do you want to be a better person, the habits or the attitudes that you want to change in your life, when you start to look at it from a forward-focused point of view, you got to plan. It just doesn't happen. You have to plan. The people who are most successful in life, who have the most success making changes for being a better person, for being a better partner or a better spouse, they do it with a future focus in mind. Now, for me, this is going to end up being a project that I start in June. And we're going to have some time in June where I'm going to be able to really focus on the next six months. There's a change coming up in my life. I mentioned this before, but I already have the tool in place that's going to help me do the work where it's going to basically plan out the next six months. What am I going to tackle? How I'm going to go about it? What metrics I'm going to have? What goals I'm going to set for myself? And it'll end December 31st. 
But sometime in December, I'm going to repeat that process for the entire next year. All of 2022 will be planned out in December of 2021. It's not down to what I'm going to do, for instance, on April 22nd of 2022. No, but it's going to have high level goals that I need to achieve, which are going to be broken down into monthly goals, which are going to be broken down into weekly goals, which eventually will determine what I do every single day to get me to the next level of my life, to be able to focus on what I'm doing every single day towards fulfilling my purpose, towards fulfilling my goals. And if you want to know more about that tool, if you're interested in coming along this journey with me, reach out. Email jason at positivityonfire.com, J-A-S-O-N at positivityonfire.com. Drop me a line. Let me know what you're struggling with, how you're trying to be more future-focused, what challenges you're facing, and how can I help? I'm really interested in connecting with my listeners. I want to be able to be a resource for you beyond just this weekly podcast. So let me know what challenges you're facing and how I can help you. And as we close out today's show, I do it every single week. I just want to thank you for being here today. Any time that you spend with me, that's time that you're not doing something else. So your gift of time does mean the world to me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And always, always remember, be well, be happy, be you. And until the next time, may your quest for positivity begin today. If you like today's episode, please go to podchaser.com, search for Positivity on Fire, and leave a five-star rating and review. For more on my positivity quest, follow me at positively underscore J on Instagram or TikTok, or engage with the show by visiting direct.me slash Jason Ramston. Have an amazing day.